0: Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? Oh, here we go. Oh my God. Watch watch a weird ad about fucking. Oh yeah, you should. Should you tweet about this? I gotta get my. It's not on my phone anymore. Alright, we'll we'll just hang out. Hello, I'm here. What up? Just holding the space. I'm holding the space until um, Matt returns. Okay. Excellent. Right. You can monitor uh, a yeah. chat on the thing. Are we online? I can't quite tell. you got to wait. Yeah, you know, if... Streaming just chatting. I didn't even like to turn on a, a stream caption for this. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Hey, guys. Sorry. that yes, There we are. are. There we hey. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. What up? What up? What up? What up? what up? What up? Players? What up? 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 We got a new setup here. Yes, uh, Matt and I. I came over to talk some business with Matt, and I figured that I would just bring some of my shit and do a little duos stream. We we are preparing. We are we're doing some some uh, some testing out because, as I've said on the stream before, I'm hoping to transition to sort of a multi-hour, you know. Maybe three times a week, stream at the office with me and Chris. Yes. Where we can, like, trade things off, and it's not me just staring at the, at the chat and trying to like, juggle everything. And I will be, be I will be the Roz to Matt's Fraser. Exactly. And gaming, and gaming, and gaming will be a big part of it that I'm very excited about because I do ever so much enjoy and I'm intrigued by all of the map based games that yes. Chris and Virgil both love. But I, the thought of trying to play one, and certainly trying to play one while talking to a, a, a stream, gives me an actual headache. So, uh, the idea of being able to like just watch somebody play and talk about it is very appealing to me. And we're uh, in the backyard here doing a little beta testing. Yes, I'm. Um, uh, I'm going to make Matt watch me play Civ Six extremely badly. I've been playing Civ for about uh, two years now, and I'd say I understand about forty uh, percent of the mechanics in that game. So I generally just. Uh, uh, throw shit around and see what works, but um, I don't know. will look forward to um, to Matt yelling about the governing policies of Eleanor of Aquitaine. I will be I will be hooting and hollering about the Ottoman <laughs> Empire. I uh, the, the Ottomans not a playable civ, and God damn it!
1: You can't if even play any, the Ottomans?
0: If there's anybody in the chat who can make a uh, Ottomans mod for Civ6, please let me oh, know. Alright, because it's 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 I can by barely country, here. right? I can barely hear. Let's see if I can turn shit up. It's by country, right? Yeah. Not yeah, by, yeah. Uh, oh, it's by civilization. Well the, how alright. Civilization, so all right, so is there like an Arab uh yes. Civilization? Is that it? Yes. Uh what do they what is that? Uh, is that Saladin? So, yeah, Saladin. Ah, okay. Yes. Wow. That must piss off the Turks that Kurd is like their guy, because Saladin was Kurdish. If anyone is uh, not aware of that, Uh, how's the uh, how's the audio? I just I'm I have my mobile audio set up going, so I'm not sure how it uh, how it goes. Uh, Yeah, see, someone wants us to play Europa Universalis, which intrigues me because it seems incredibly complicated and is like. Like a early modern era thing, and it's yes. got all those those empires I love. You got your Ottomans, your Safa- Safavids, and whatnot. <laughs> I actually kind of want to just do a game where I try to see if the Safavids could roll over the Ottomans and take over all of Europe, because I kind of have a weird theory that they could have done it because they were so damn, uh, they they like had a a fire in their belly by the time they started like rising and confronting the Ottomans that the Ottomans just didn't have. And uh, you know, if they could have rolled over Anatolia, maybe they could have. Well, that's pushed the through the the Balkan cap of uh, uh, Islamic expansion into uh, into Europe. Well, that's the thing that I think will uh, enrage you the most about these things is how the mechanics of it being an actual game uh, make it difficult to emulate actual history. God oh, damn it! Well, that's <laughs> fun. I guess you can do your own thing. Um, but yeah, I I um I personally ordered a gaming PC recently, and I'm gonna set it up at home, and I think that's gonna give me a better handle on uh streaming the mechanics of PC uh, craft and being able to use the office one better because Felix just ordered all the parts for the office PC, and then I tried to put it together and had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Right. Uh, I was I didn't even know how much I didn't know, so I'm gonna do it for myself. Unknown yeah, my unknowns they yeah. fuck you the lacuna we've yes. talked about this. Uh, I, I do find it amusing. I don't know a little bit about soup, and that, like, Canada is a Sioux. Oh, yes. Canada is a Sioux. Canada – let me get this straight. Canada is a civilization. But the Ottomans are not. Canada is not a civilization. Canada is an appendix of the, of the, Eng, of the, of the English uh, – of the British Empire. More, wait. Is Canada more an appendix of the British or the U.S. at this point? Well, I mean, we well, well, after World War II, after ones. World War II, we we took over, and so they became our appendix. Either way, they are an extrusion. They are not in a civilization of their own right. All right, then, it's, then let's do this because I was just asking you this. We were talking about the American presidency as a general concept uh, and how stupid it is and how funny it is that Joe Biden might probably be the next one or perhaps the last one. What point do you think the American president became, as an institution, the most powerful person in the world. Uh, I think what you said, uh, when we dropped a nuclear bomb, I think that's that's a very good ADBC moment right there. Because it gave us a, a world-destroying capability that no other country possessed. At, a very st- at the moment that we were in the process of taking over the supervision of the global uh, empire that the that the battered European democracies jack off motion, uh, were in the process of not being able to afford anymore Yes okay one second I think the audio is accidentally the laptop mic. This is not drawing power. Hey, hey better? Is that better? Uh, I figured it out. Oh, we were doing it from the laptop. Yeah, that, that was stupid. It. I have my, I have my little. Bear with us, folks. This I have my little audio is, boy you brought here. Brought this over in I, a backpack and you yeah. just threw it on there. It's this is not. There we go. Okay, good. It we just, went, it wasn't lighting up at all. I was fucking up. I was seeing green lights. Trust from the other thing. And, when you got, when you got the red, when you got the green light going. It's very hard to talk and figure, figure out what's out happening, yeah. which is why having someone here is a very nice thing. There I, we go, much wait. better. Thank you for complaining in the chat. Because uh... when they complained to me, I just freaked out. I remember one time I just quit a track because they kept telling me <laughs> I didn't sound good and I didn't know what to do. That I was before mean, I bought my mic. I love I love doing AV. Yeah. But now that I have my mic, I'm, I'm unstoppable. If they say I can't hear you, I'm like, you're lying. I know I know you can hear me because I bought a little elaborate, a lap mic cool laptop um all right i'm I'm still going people said it was better now some people are saying it's gaslighting this happens to me all the fucking time people yeah because they're gaslighting save let's see is that better am i doing this right is that better i should have these mics going There, there, yes, yes, now. Okay, yes, now. there all we right, go. Okay, great. I just didn't have the driver turned on in the program. Okay, they're all very excited. Okay, there we go. Fine. I was going to grab again, an old-timey megaphone and holler into the microphone. Again, I threw this. all this shit in my backpack and just walked over here. So, exactly, uh, yeah. Give us a break. Okay, great. Uh, this is incredible, thank you. Okay, cool, fine. Uh, so now the real stream begins after yes. our first like after 15 minutes after, of, of the, jacking off. The, all oh animations. god, this is giving me flat. As I was saying, this is giving me flashbacks to before I got my lap mic. Yeah, um, I'm glad that we were able to uh, to get shit rolling. Um, so what were we talking about? Canada, not? We're Canada. talking about how Canada is not a civilization. <laughs> this is an absurd concept to say that Canada is a civilization. Give me a fucking break. I'm trying to think of like what would count as a civilization in the Western Hemisphere, given the you know that it's like it's all settler colonialism. Sure, it's basically at this point it's basically all the same thing. Exactly, like, it's all part of an American hegemony. There's like three civilizations in the Western world. Yes, and yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good, okay. Who's who are the civilizations in the Western Hemisphere? It's like Anglo America is yes. like one Canada, th- Canada, and the U.S., and like all that's the, a, that's Anglo. Australia as well, the Five Eyes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah the, yes, U.S., Australia, New Zealand. Canada, Canada and the UK. UK yeah. That's one civilization. That's one big thing. Uh, Ireland kind of, although you can't tell them that because they'll get pissed because <laughs> they don't want to think they're part of the Anglosphere. I'm sorry. It worked. None of you speak Irish. I'm sorry. They teach. Did you know that they teach it in school? Good. Keep going. D- none of them learn it. No one speaks it. Uh, Any Irish people can attest to this. None of them speak Irish, even though they learn it all the way through elementary school and probably into into later school, too. I wish I had taken Irish as a second language in a, like college or something. That's an obnoxious pick. <laughs> That's such an obnoxious pick. I took pick. German in college just because I did too. I took like I took like 6 years of Spanish in middle to high school and then when I took the placement test in college I got Spanish 1 because I sucked shit at it. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I took German, German my entire high school career and college, didn't learn any of it, have no retention of it at all. Dust tragus tragus leaked projector The overhead light projector. And I'm kind of glad because I I have a weird theory that people have told me is crazy, but that doesn't stop me from believing it. That, like, if I was a native German speaker or even a fluent one, I would be an insane person right now. (laughs) Because I really do think that 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 language. There's a reason that, like, Hegel and Marx and shit, like, all spoke German. It's because. Freud? It it lends itself to a certain. Insanity? uh, Well, it, it, it allows you to live in a symbolic realm. Yeah. Whereas English with the most words of any language, is inherently earthy and bound because you're describing things, you know, in very discreet detail as opposed to, like, seeing the world and then turning it into, like, six, uh, 12-syllable concepts. Well, yeah, (laughs) I like that description of English because it's, like, all of English languages is just, like, going to a place, being like, what do they call that thing around here? Okay, we call it that now. The best, the funniest example of that is kangaroo. You know the story of kangaroo. I don't know the story of kangaroo. Uh, uh, this might be apocryphal. I'm not a linguist, but the, the 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 apocryphal story about people can confirm this is a kangaroo. Essentially, in in a in one of the uh, one of the Aboriginal dialects uh, means I, I don't know what yeah. you're saying, because the story is that some Brits asked some the originals. Things? What are those things? They say kangaroo, and they're like, oh yeah, okay, that's what they're called. But they were really just saying, I don't get, Yeah, I don't, I don't know really what, what you're talking about, dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that Hitler was German. You know what I mean? I mean, there, Because, like, the Daniel, Holga- the Daniel Goldhagen thesis does not hold. You know who the kings of, of anti Semitism were in, in modern Europe? It was not Germany, it was France. France invented modern anti Semitism. Dreyfus Affair, the Dreyfus my Affair, yes. But Germany is the one who ended up doing the Holocaust, and part of it is because they lost World War II and France, quote-unquote, won it. That's a big part, but that language, man. I don't know. It's scary. Uh, there we go. Apparently, it's not real. The kangaroo thing isn't real. I knew it wasn't real. It's too, good, it's too good of a story. It's too good of a story. There are a few good stories that are actually true, though. like this, Like the invention of the sandwich. So that the Earl Sandwich could hold his meal while playing cards, right? That's true. That is not made up. I just, the only thing that makes no sense about that is that it would take until, like, we had recorded history to discover the sandwich. (laughs) It seems so obvious. You would think. Yeah. You would think. There's a lot of things, though, that were obvious that don't ever emerge. Like, they they never figured out the wheel in, uh, like, pre-Columbian America, you know? They didn't have the wheel. What? I don't, I just, it doesn't make exactly, any sense. Exactly, because you look at the wheel, you're like, duh. But there are specific <laughs> things that have to happen it's to get true. you to a wheel that they didn't have. The wheel, one of the early technologies that you research uh, in civilization. Mm-hmm. You have to research it, which I guess is fairly accurate. You exactly. have to think of, sit you gotta down, and- sit down, and you got to think of the wheel. The it one- doesn't just pop outside, so- because now we are all like, you need wheels. But if there aren't wheels, you have to have someone be like, all right, I'm sitting down and figuring out this until I actually get it and you know what helps with that is uh, is you know something like uh, having uh, I don't know uh, horses yes that helps which western civilization westerns the western hemisphere does not have yes no horses no matter what the book of Mormon might tell you (laughs) there are no horses (laughs) in pre-columbian America which is very funny because like when the when when the horses did show up the Sioux used them to basically take over the entire like uh, plains almost overnight they like turned into Mongols they're like, oh, this is great, and they just were. They took over everything. Yeah. As soon as the sh- horses showed up, but they didn't have any before that, so they couldn't do it. Horses, great technology, top, and incredible, S- incredibly important S tier technology yeah. for uh, human civilization. Yeah. And so like, you got no horses in west in the Western Hemisphere, and then in poor Africa, they have he- zebras instead, which are untamable, which are untamable psychopaths. More zookeepers die. Yep. From zebra. Any injuries? other animal? Zoo- zebras are the deadliest zoo animal. Uh, that's really funny. There's a thing in Guns, Germs, and they Steel. Look so, they look so sweet. I, I want to go up and just feed one a little apple. There's a little bit in Guns, Germs, and seal when Jared Diamond imagines like, what if Africa had been able to turn the rhinoceros into like a war animal, like in Black Panther? Yeah, like exactly. Like in real life, they would have they would have <laughs> wrecked everybody. But you can't do it. You you have to go to war. You have to go to civilization with the rhinoceroses. With and the and the water buffalo and the horses and the zebras that you have. Uh, is Guns, Ger- Germs, and Steel good? Where are I we on mean, that guy? everyone hates it because like any of those histories, it's very facile and it skips a lot of things. But I think it's useful for people just to get an idea in their head that civilizations and shit happen not because of people's desires, mm-hmm. you know? Not because people had an idea and wanted to carry it out, but because they are dealing with a given physical yeah. reality material conditions in terms of animals flora and fauna that they have to confront that is what shapes things the specifics of it can be argued all day but i think that approach is more useful than anything because seeing shit like ben shapiro talking about the two cities uh, yes makes me just want to blow my goddamn brains out because it's like the idea that it's just ah uh, forget 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 the conditions you know, forget the constraints of the material world I live in. I've got an idea. Well, where the fuck did the idea come from? <laughs> and, the, and his idea is God gave it to me. It's like, okay, this is just su- schizophrenia. <laughs> you're just you're just trying to turn schizophrenia you're into a descri- into, every- into like an ex- a description for hum- uh, historical process. Every uh, every uh, historical figure in Ben Shapiro's world is like Henry Darger. who's Mm -hmm. just given like an idea and scribbling. It is individual people just sitting there, like looking at a fucking like uh, a sunset until they have an idea. (laughs) Ah, democracy. And then they go and carry it out. They convince other people to do it. Yeah. It's, it's the liberal, I was saying this yesterday. It is the liberal conception of the self that we have some sort of inherent thing that is responding to the world. And then that response creates a new idea that we then use to like, wrangle with the world yeah no we're empty we are empty we are hollow uh speaking of that i was reading about the voyages of christopher columbus the other day uh because i needed something to put me to sleep while I, uh, from wikipedia <laughs> uh and that that is all those things it's like why did he do that not because he was a genius but because they needed the spices to yeah. sell them yeah. we need a better route to the spices because the ottomans shut it off the yeah. ottomans shut off the land route to To the spices and the funny thing the two funny things that I, I pulled out of reading the entire Wikipedia page of the voyages of Christopher Columbus were uh, one that he did it wasn't that the people thought the world was flat that was obviously a myth but that he massively miscalculated yep. the circumference of the Earth, that, and that was, if America kid, was not there, he would, he would have, have died. absolutely died. He would have been, They would have just ate each other on the boat, and then just and like died ran in the around of the giant. Pacific. And, yeah, like there'd be there would be some undiscovered island in the middle of the ocean where like a bunch of bleached bones and and shipwrecked chunks of the Nina are just like floating, just sitting on the on the on a beach somewhere. The other thing that I thought was very funny is that like first that first round of explorers who got to America. Columbus were like extremely disappointed because they were like there're no spices here. Yeah, the, and then we they were like do? oh there's gold. Okay, we'll Hopefully, get the gold. Yeah, yeah. But they wanted it took a, it took a few years it to figure out of, that there was gold and a lot of, a lot of native torture to yes, find out exactly. that there was gold. Yeah, Yeah, he literally like ran a uh, ran like a protection racket on the local natives to try to get squeeze gold out of them. Yeah. And they were like there's not gold here, yeah. dude. I don't know what you're talking. That was one of the um, big like red pill like left wing red pill moments for me as a kid is when I found out no they didn't reject Columbus because he thought the world was round; they thought it was flat. It's because they accurately thought how they had an accurate uh, understanding of how big it was, yeah. and he had an insane crank idea that it was way smaller than everyone else thought <laughs> yes. it was. Like it was the Catholic Church; they weren't saying it's flat. They're like, "Dude, it's way too big," but no one knew there was a continent in between us and the fucking India. Yeah. So they, they he was right. Classic American. <laughs> he, he, in, he in kind very, of is the first American, is, actually, because yeah, he's the he was he, r- like he was an idiot who officially was miscalculated, <laughs> and, but and ran into huge riches. Absolutely, accidentally hit into something that yeah. he had no idea was there, and then actually, I, I'm a genius. It, it's so funny that Columbus has become like a a, a, a lightning rod for um for for uh, like Italians claiming like you could not pick a worse Italian to, to claim as your dude. As I have said, not Italian anyway. I, it, I, there is no. That's Italy. not Italy. Italy does not exist. And somebody was trying to tell me, well, it was an ethno-linguistic connection. It's like, uh, even to this day, Italian is more like uh, 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 like regional and dial- like dialect different than yeah. like most European countries. Like the, there is an almost a mutual inco- incomprehensibility between Italian dialects to this day. You want to talk about fucking as it was in like the early modern and medieval periods, and like Genoa went to war with Venice for a hundred fucking years. Like, what is? <laughs> how, how are they supposed to imagine that they're part of the same polity? Yeah, uh, Italy is imaginary. Okay. Uh, don't real, let anybody try to convince you that Italy. Italy's is, not a real yeah. country. Yeah, it, Germany isn't a real country either. Because the thing is, like, if you're not a country by like 1850, you're not yeah, a real country. I only recognize the Holy Roman Empire. Like anybody who's trying to make a, a, a country in Europe after that, in Europe specifically, I would say, because of how long there'd been polities in Europe. Mm-hmm. If you don't get like a, a thing together by the Industrial Revolution, yeah. you're forcing it, and you're being a try hard. You're, seen, you're doing, you're posting cringe. And as we've seen in literally every example of it, if you don't get your shit together by 1850, and then try to do it every anyway, it makes everybody in your country insane yep what a coincidence the two places that founded fascism as a response to the crisis of world war ii and the depression were italy and germany the yes. countries that just, just got, got under the scene yeah. were just discovered or just became together i mean in that way america just got it in under the wire but honestly jury's still out on that well we were a thing before the industrial revolution is the thing it's but like 60 years yes but still under the wire under the say. wire uh no garibaldi is the obvious choice for the for the day garibaldi day who would say no to the garibaldi day uh, I mean a lot of people who- The Pope maybe? <laughs> Pope wasn't a fan I, mean, if I You know I bet Francis would probably be okay with it honestly because he seems kind of chill about it But <laughs> did Garibaldi ever come to America? He uh, No but he was invited to uh, be a general in the Union Army by some enthusiastic uh, 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 Republicans in 1860. That's cool. I think the thing about Columbus is that you have to be an Italian guy who came to America But he didn't come to America the way these people imagine America no. Like, their idea of America is the continental United States. Yes. And he did never set foot on the continental United States. No. He made it to the mainland of Central America, but not, yes, the continental United a- States. And if either, if you were born there now, would most of these goombas who talk about it, uh, Columbus consider you uh, an American? No. No. If you're from the Dominican Republic or Haiti, do they consider you an American? Absolutely not. No. Give me a break. Full yeah. out of here. Garibaldi, uh, come on. The, yeah. The Dominican- he not only Italian, he made Italy. The March on robe, for God's sakes, the Red Shirts, he made the country into a thing. Like he's the first Italian of any kind. <laughs> he is the first Italian. God. Uh, Garibaldi didn't have to the United States, somebody reminds me of this. He did go to South America. He was actually a bank robber in Argentina. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, he was like a brigand and like a like a <laughs> like a guerrilla guy. He no, Garibaldi is one of those like world of circle figures who are just you read about him and you're like, how is this a real guy? Like John yeah. Brown. Yeah, yeah. You read about him and how is this a real guy? Just in terms of not only having a preternaturally, like, modern moral sense that transcends his moment, but also the will and ability to use that moral yeah. sense and turn it into something meaningful. Kind of un- un- unbelievable. As I'm, opposed to Columbus, who is basically just a fucking dumbass scam artist trying to, like, wheel some money out of uh, out the, of the bankers the, and, uh, and the and queen of, and the England, queen yeah. of uh, Spain or and Spain, shit. yeah. yeah. And doing everything with his like six sons, his yeah, his six large adult sons, six large adult sons rolling across the place. Uh, Giuseppe Garibaldi, folks, people more and more they're recognizing that he's great, he's wonderful. Because yeah, like give the give the day goes a day, give him a day, everybody get fine, have a day. Uh, We'll we'll celebrate uh, as a partially Italian myself. I would nominate celebrating the mutual day of uh, Garibaldi and Gaga. Yeah. Uh, two, <laughs> yes, the two the, st- the two visions of Italian ex- excellence. That's like that's yeah, though, no, that is it. The the masculine and the feminine, the historical yeah. and the present. Yeah. The two people yeah. who uh, did uh, yeah. politics and and, and, and art. art and yeah. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Um, All right, if if who would you want You're also Irish. Also Irish. Well, they have St. Patrick's day. I, I St. Patrick am, by the way, not Irish. I'm Welsh. I am the synthesis of the the two most hated <laughs> white ethnicities of us uh, well because they're the try hard white ethnicities yeah. they're the ones who showed up late and tried to like assert it more yeah. as opposed to the wasps and the krauts who are a little bit more laid back about the whole thing about the whiteness deal but if they were going to get rid of St. Patrick and they should because as I've said he was Welsh he's not Irish who would you want as like the guy for the uh, Irish thing? or the lady? Edge? The... <laughs> not Bono not Bono the edge I like the way he plays guitar I like his little like uh trinkly effects it's good uh <laughs> yeah. Uh or uh what's his name? Phil Phil Linnet from uh, uh, uh Phil Linnett from uh from Thin Lizzy, yeah. From Thin Lizzy, yeah. Uh him, Phil Linnet, and uh I don't know, one of the guys from the uh Irish uh revolution just uh doing a, a bro grabs as a statue. Yeah. Uh you can't really do There's this guy, John Mi- the this guy uh John, not John Mitchell. David Mitchell? I can't remember his name. He was a hero of forty-eight. He was the hero of the uh, the young young Ireland movement, and he came to America and like a big speaking tour. And there were tons of guys who came from Europe after their revolutions in forty-eight failed, like uh, Koshuth from Hungary. There, oh, there's yes. there's a street in Brooklyn named after him. Uh, the uh, Names of the Brooklyn streets are so yeah. loud. Everybody is either like a northern slave owner or a like uh, yeah like a revolutionary from yeah. Hungary. Yes, so Kosuth guys like that, uh, but Mitchell uh, John Mitchell, yeah. I always wonder if it's John Mitchell because that was also the name of Nixon's Attorney General. But it's uh, one L instead of two. But he came to America after you know fleeing the Brits after the Young Ireland Rebellion, and he was like a lot of these guys. He had a a, you know nationwide tour where he was feted everywhere, Mm -hmm. uh, and they asked him about slavery. Mm -hmm. And whereas a lot of guys like uh, like uh, O'Connell, Daniel O'Connell, the 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 the, the sort of the godfather of the modern Irish uh, uh, independence movement who was vehemently anti-slavery, met Frederick Douglass when he toured Ireland. Uh, Mitchell came to America and asked him about slavery. He's like, oh, slavery's good. You guys need to keep it. (laughs) It's great, actually. When we get enslaved by the Brits, that's terrible. But when you guys do slavery, it's actually pretty cool. Cool. yeah. And and that was like the tradition for so many Irish Americans. Uh, Getting on the good side of our uh, brutish... uh, Race based uh, yeah, we, social we, order. We did a bunch of riots about that, right? Yes, yes. That's right. It was like, most, it was most like what you're them. doing to us, garbage, yeah. awful. Doing we, it to we other the people. You're the most oppressed people on earth. Doing it to other people, that's actually that rocks. cool. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, if I was a 19th century guy, I would love to be on that speaking tour circuit. That seems like one of the best gigs you can get in the 19th century. Oh, God, it was so fun. Especially because you could do it about anything. You just, like, if you were charismatic enough, you could go around and be like, you know what, uh, Snorting barley will cure uh, your respiratory uh, ailments. There was a guy named Colonel Robert Ingersoll in the post war, uh, post Civil War America, whose deal was he would go from town to town, and he would give speeches about how God didn't exist, and everyone would get mad at him, but it would be, all be a big deal. So he, he was an early new atheist. He was a, like an early new atheist. Yes. And he would do the thing, he would do the classic thing where he'd say, "God doesn't exist," and if he, he did, and if he did he has he has five minutes five minutes to kill me exactly he would do that yes <laughs> I, well, i'm a he was the first professional atheist yes uh I'm amazed that no um enterprising god lover didn't just bring a gun to one of those performances and shoot him and be like i'm act God made me do it, yeah, you asked for it, yeah. But the thing is, is, like it really goes to show, you know. even in a, in a much more God-bothered era, he didn't get killed, because at the end of the day, it's a fun show. People like getting mad. People love getting mad. You kill him, you can't get mad at him anymore. I, I'm so mad at this guy, and I can't wait for him to come back in six months so I can get mad at him again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the early version of, like, Andrew Dice Clay coming to your town and uh, and telling you how how you guys are all pussies. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, you believe in God? I fucked him. Oh! Yeah. The rich history of Americans loving, of stand-up comedy, of people uh, loving guys, uh, random losers coming to their town and telling you how you suck. Yep. But in a humorous way. I mean, th- those are the two strains of uh, stand-up comedy: either saying how I, the performer, suck, or how you, the audience, suck. Yeah. Yeah, they called him the Great Agnostic. The that great was his nickname. nickname. He couldn't even like go into atheist. He had to well, just well, like agnostic. I said, nineteenth uh, century. You yeah. don't want to get people too mad. Uh, S- seduce and bone, God. I like that mm-hmm. phrase. Wait, is that what is all this thing about uh like how Biden is going to kill God? Biden's gonna he's uh, Trump was talking and, and it's a very indication of his inability to like he knows what he knows vaguely what the people he's pandering to like, mm-hmm. but he has no personal understanding or like imaginative understanding of it because he doesn't share it. Yeah. So he said this is a quote I believe, he said. He's gonna hurt the Bible. He's gonna hurt God. Can hurt the bible yeah he said he's gonna hurt the bible and hurt god he said and he also said no with trump with 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 biden no religion no anything no religion yes. biden god yeah he goes no religion no anything <laughs> but yes I, I mean i would love for biden to get in there and do a complete nihilism pres- oh wait i can't say nihilism on the stream no I can't. oh it god oh nihilism. god no no you're gonna hog everyone i can't endorse nihilism you cannot no you can't be hog <laughs> But my favorite thing, it was, would just be very funny for Biden to get up there and do his inauguration and be like, um, uh, everything's meaningless. There, uh, Look look here, I was uh, thinking about my good friend uh, uh, from back in the lifeguarding days and he was telling me uh, a good story when we got on our big Corvette and said, look, Joe, nothing means anything. I would like him to give a speech that is an exact replica of his speech when he voted to invade Iraq, replacing Saddam Hussein with God. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do targeted strikes to drive the tyrant God from his palace, from in control heaven. in heaven. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but the what like him saying hurt he's gonna hurt God. That really does tell you all you need to know about Trump's understanding of like the supernatural, con- like. God is just, like, another real estate developer <laughs> who might, like, have to deal with higher taxes God, he's a, or bad PR or something. God, his underline, it's very down right now. He's not making much money. Yeah. It's not very It's good. like, Biden's in there. And you know what? He's not talking about God. God, his Q numbers are going down. He's very hurt. Uh, this is the biggest... We, you get you vote for trump you vote for you vote for me we're going to have the biggest god we've ever seen a folks, huge god folks god's gonna be gigantic he's gonna be huge but uh, now that's that's and that really does tell you all you need to know about everyone who all the evangelicals who love him it's yeah. they've they've lost any any the fig leaf that they really believe in anything yeah they only believe in owning the libs and in uh, protecting what they imagine to be their understanding of america what is that mr show phrase the name of the episode god and religion in the bible and it's stuff? uh life is precious and god and, and the bible, the bible. from uh that's literally uh like trump trying to yeah. to, to wing it for yeah. uh the evangelicals on the uh the talk show on the lifeboat sketch oh the talk very show on the life is precious and god and the bible Yep, very good mr show really did have everything you need to know Twenty years ago, it's one of those the moon, things that that is like mustard aioli. by the way, we now have mustard aioli. Yes, we do. They they actually invented that product, uh, the, and now it exists. The dueling political ads. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Very. Harrison different. Greeley the third. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that feels very of a uh, uh, a future moment. Someone is reminding me that that line was a quote, a direct quote from a Jerry Springer episode. That one of the. The writers had watched (laughs) Uh, where one of the audience members was, like, talking about something and said, but life is precious and God and the Bible. And now you just do it in the Trump voice in front of a bunch of evangelicals. Folks, life is precious and God and and the Bible. He's going to hurt the Bible. He said he's He's going to hurt 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 the the Bible. Bible. How do Joe Biden with a hammer going at it on the King James Version? How are you going to hurt, like... I mean, it just shows like what a a a total fixation on the material reality and the self, especially as you get older and your ability to like sensitate gets lower. It means that you lose object permanence. <laughs> you lose object permanence. And so concepts like God in the Bible no longer transcend space and time. Yeah. And they become totally fixed and mutable. Like, he's going to hurt the Bible. Like, that's the a Bible. thing you could do. He's going to hurt God. Like, that's a thing you he's could gonna do. He's going to do, like, a, heavy, uh, a, a wrestler promo video where he rips the Bible in half like it's a phone book. Somebody uh, chatted the phrase, uh, curb stomp the Bible, which I think <laughs> is a, a funny phrase. I like that. I gotta tell you, he gets up there on January 20th in front of Roberts, right? And you know <laughs> what you gotta do, you gotta put your hand in the Bible. Instead of putting his hand in the Bible, he just slaps it to the just ground. Just slaps it. Just slaps it. Pulls out a chainsaw like it's a Sam Raimi movie yep. and just chops it in Yep, gas. yep. And just pulls a a, a paperback copy of the, the God delusion <laughs> and gives it to fucking uh, Roberts. I'll be sworn in I'll on be sworn this. in on this, Jack. Um, but uh, uh, it's been very funny that uh, I, I saw that Trump was also on the um, the the water pressure tip today again. Yes. So he's, he's there's a I would say it's sixty thousand dead people. His five issues country. going into this campaign are oh, the water pressure thing. Joe Biden is an is an atheist anarchist. And he's out. He's out to lunch. He's he at doesn't know lunch. what's happening. Water in two ways because he loves the boaters and he, he hates the bad water boaters. pressure. He loves. Yeah, the water needs to be. You need water to float your boat, and, and also you need it to, to just w- fucking flay your of skin toilet. off you when it yeah. comes out of the. You yeah. need to be the Kramer in that episode of. You gotta Seinfeld. flush fifteen times. And the thing is, he's kind of right about that. In that, with the flushing, like the low flow toilet. Go you off, know, go, go off, king. This is a classic example of liberal good do gooderism. It's like, yes, let's let's conserve water with our toilet flushes. You forget this is the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Every one of us eats three meals of like ninety percent protein a day. <laughs> yes, those dumps are like fucking t- photon torpedoes. <laughs> They're not going to go down with one to... f- low flow flush. Are I would you love kidding me? To uh, actually see a, a real analysis of the the volume of American shits versus I don't know like a Norwegian or a French. Yeah, person's. like we're eating we're eating beef for three meals a day. It's just a I giant... know I've already had two servings of beef. There you go. It's like it's a supernova of dump. <laughs> this thing can't be handled by a little, a light, oh, one and a half gallons. That's not going to do it. You need three to four gallons minimum in America for the dumps that we put out, unless we stopped eating as much meat, which we're not going to do. The, the thing twice a week, and it's the size of the US, CSS Hunley every time. <laughs> the, as somebody pointed out in the the chat with just imagining Trump's turds, that, that seems among the things that is most maybe a you problem that yeah. he talks about. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah but what well, the thing is is that yeah he has no real relation to normal things to that like that literally any do. part he's of he's never driven a car he's never shopped i don't think he's ever exchanged money for services in person in his life here's a real question i know it's like you know he's the cheeto he's the the orange man is bad he's the goddamn cheeto but i is. am fascinated with his makeup as just a physical ri- ritual because does he do it himself go to the bathroom no the makeup Oh, the makeup. Does he have a person? Like, I'm thinking about... Because always trying to think about Trump's relationship to the physical, right. mundane world is always so mind-boggling. Very surreal, yeah. Does he have a person? Is there a White House makeup artist who does it every day? Because I've noticed that I think since the pandemic started, it's gotten worse. It, it really mean, he looks is, really bad right now. And yeah, the makeup is looking really, it's just really bad. a little orange circle around his face. It cuts off... Cleanly, you can like see right the at lines the in words. a way you didn't used to be able to see. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. that the pa- the picture from him coming back from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, where he's got just ring around the collar, bright red on the collar of his jacket. So my question is, does he does he wake up every morning and spend an hour applying a f- like a full face of bronzer? Yeah, and then go out, and then at the end of each night, does he like take cold cream and wipe all the shit off his face? That's, these are all very important questions, and it's, I don't know the my, answer. To it's those. really mind. Like I, I would like to know, because forever, like a, every since his be, the beginning of his presidency, one of the things that's always been most mind-boggling to me has been imagining him in the Lincoln bedroom at a vanity with like like the scene in Zoolander where yeah, he's yeah. taking off the coal and just wiping off everything. Yeah, uh, he's he's playing Goodbye Horses. Yes. Uh, yeah, because there's two conflicting instincts in me when I think about does he do it himself. One is. Well, he has to do it. He can't do it himself. He can't do anything himself. No, he's baby. But at the same time, every day for his entire adult life, there's someone like there at what? Like he gets he sleeps three hours a night or whatever. He's up in the morning (laughs) watching Fox and Friends. Somebody's there at six a.m. to fucking put the stuff on his face every day. Yeah, that also seems hard to believe. But I also have a hard time imagining him doing it. And also, if that person exists. Why don't we know their name? That would be one of the the president's literally most intimate advisors. That's true. They'd be they'd be with him longer than most people, people in a day in, a, in an incredibly intimate way. Yeah, that's true. This I is mean, why this question really like get, gets to me over yeah. and over. I mean, I like to. Ima- I I really do enjoy imagining him doing actual like mundane tasks. I love making that, a sandwich. I love imagining him trying to make food. Shopping is very amusing to imagine. Imagine him doing the what was the driving draft? a car. Uh, I when you so you guys were talking about Trump driving a car on the um on the episode and I tried to look up to see if I could find any evidence of him driving a car and I no, could not do it. I don't think he's ever done it. I don't think he's ever been behind the wheel of a vehicle under power in his life. Like he got he got in the truck oh, in a golf cart. He can get in a, he can well, do course, a golf of cart. Of course he does. But there's the thing where he's driving the truck, you know, in the, in the front, house, which beep was, beep beep beep. But that was not under power. Yeah. And firing a gun to me is the most funny. He his yeah. arm would rip off. Just him trying to manage. If you just gave him not like a night not a twenty-two or something, you give him like a forty-five or or something, like a cops gun. Yeah, and you make him like just fire it without a warning. I'm just imagining the ripples <laughs> that would happen through his body, and then like the absolute like shock and horror, of the, and of how the, he would try to recover of, of it in in public. Yeah, imagining him shooting a gun in public is yeah. very funny. Yeah. Like going to, to like trying to butch it up for a uh, like a uh, like a bunch of NRA guys and like going to a rifle range and shooting a rifle in public. Yeah, and and I mean it's not like they would not abandon him. Obviously, they would still think he was an alpha. But I would be very interested in the specific way that they processed his girlish Tha- yeah, failure yeah. to not look like a a a, a Just little doing girl. The cartoon thing where you like shoot the thing and immediately fall over in a ninety yes. degree arc. Yeah yeah or like you you don't rec- you get the recoil and you hit yourself in the face, yeah exactly and you a, a shiner something like that yeah uh, should we do like questions yeah in the let's chat? do some questions if anybody has any we've we've just been riffing, I'm sorry to maybe uh to to bomb to bomb these chats i mean i I am the only person, maybe the only person, maybe some people uh listen to them all, but I listen to every single one of these since I put them on. YouTube, so I figured uh, I'd come over or set one of these up if I was coming over here to talk. And, and this is uh, this is like going to be hopefully what we do more of if we can set up the. Uh, yeah, now that I office. think we're a little more comfortable, just like you know, being the two uh, two of us in an office setting, I think yeah. that is probably fine. Yeah. Is there any more of that tequila? or Is it all gone? Uh, I think I got rid of it. I brought over a little. A little thing of um, The Rocks tequila, Terramana tequila, which I found a supplier of near here. Uh, so in our, own, in our own Not small way, Matt and I, because we have been consuming Terramana tequila, are now both investors in the uh, XFL. Oh, right. He bought the XFL. What's he going to do with it? I I have a Rock the, the Rockology group chat, and we've been very much speculating. first of all, he got it for sixty million dollars, which I assume means he just bought the brand. It's not like the XFL has like offices or employees or I mean I think he did like buy its assets, but there are not that many of. Them. yeah yeah, it's mostly the brand, but then there are assets, minimal assets. so at that point you're not you're getting a brand and you're not getting much risk. I doubt he's gonna launch a full fucking league of games. yeah, but if you can like generate a few Expo games. In like the spring, like networks are always going to want to run football. It might he might just do like a reality series. A like reality series. He loves reality, reality shows. shows. He's Damn. been he's hosted like five reality shows since he became famous. Yeah. Which honestly, I find that a little uh, low rent. Yeah. And, the, and I think that's because he's from the carnival wrestling circuit. He doesn't understand the idea that you know, there should be a brand that needs to be like protected. He kind of says yes to everything. Yes. And well, you it, got you got to get it while it's hot. While get, you're hot, I get that, but like, I uh, it's, I mean, maybe it's maybe that is more in tune with the moment and more understanding of the nature of like our you know terminal end state here, where yeah. you can't be assuming that you're going to have any broad brand to build on in the yeah. future. So just strike while the iron's hot, say yes to everything. But it it does rebel against my my sensibility of a guy who's that big of a fucking movie star, yeah, doing reality shows. But all, Tom Cruise doesn't do reality shows. Show, it's true, um, but that's because he didn't come from fucking wrestling. He doesn't have that the, the grinding. Uh, he, Tom Cruise extent. doesn't own a tequila company either. He does not. He has no brands. Yeah, he's never done a commercial, has he? He probably has at least once. Folks, has Tom Cruise Folks, ever has done Tom Cruise ever done an ad in the United States or internationally? Yes, I'm thinking about it. He might have done one internationally, but like I Like maybe a he's... Japanese ad. Everybody does like a Japanese yeah, ad. Yeah, like Schwarzenegger does a Japanese man. Um but the, the, yeah, the XFL thing is a little baffling just because he the Rock is such like success-win mindset and literally everyone who has ever touched like the XFL has just been like a boondoggle who has only caused humiliation for every everyone who has touched it. No, I mean it failed once already. It's failed twice already. They tried to bring it back like a and year they, ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, it failed once, and then they brought it back, and they failed again. So I don't know. People don't get that, like, sports are huge in this country, but one of the things that makes them huge is that they are monopolies. Yeah. And that they have that antitrust exemption, uh, that, that the thing that makes them special, the thing that makes them things people care about is that they are prescribed. Yes. Like, you only get them for X number of months a year. You only get them with X amount of talent, like a certain amount of talent that you attract with They're the amount of from a single money source. From a single source, and that a thing like that is not, uh, it's not. There is no. There's not a huge hunger for off-brand versions of it. Yes, <laughs> which is what the XFL is. It's off-brand. It's low rent and people don't want low rent versions of sports. And the only thing it's literally when they have fucking, Extreme. like if you really want low rent versions of sports watch college sports, which is for and college sports to me is for sickos who get off on the idea of, that they're not getting paid. of punishment, yeah. They're like, "Ah, yes, cast. Yes. Perform for free. Yes, you're not getting paid at oh. all for this." You're being ordered around by a little tin pot Martinet psychopath coach who has the power of life and death. He can cut you at any moment. Who's yes. also the most well-paid employee of the state, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. You could be cut at any moment and you'll be, you'll be cast into the poorhouse. Unlike, unlike the professional sports where they get the mouth off and where they <laughs> get paid a lot of money and they can't be bossed around. It's for, it's for the real sickos. It's for the real perverts. But, like, there's no third thing. Yeah. Hey, they're still getting paid, but less. But that's because they're less talented. <laughs> but they can maybe hurt each other more. I mean, you'd have to make that explicit. Yeah. Like, you would have to make the XFL genuinely dangerous. My idea for, if, if this if this could be done safely, uh, just put, like, uh, randomly, like, six concussion mines in the ground of the, the football. So just, like, once a, or, like, six times a game, somebody just... Uh, not killed but just like you know blown into the air a few feet yeah well or killed oh hey a little a little, uh, a squirrel buddy just ran across yeah we yeah. got squirrels back here it's delightful little guys uh all right any uh any 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 cues any any questions in the chat so we can take a few before we Do I grill? No, I do not grill because we live in New York, and one of the biggest premiums here is outdoor space, space. and I have longed for outdoor space, but my last, I've never been able to find one in an apartment. I've literally considered renting an apartment that was about literally like 200 or 300 square feet of apartment space, but with a like 600 square foot balcony attached to it, and that was a pretty compelling offer to me because I was like... I don't know, like six months out of the year, I could just live outside. But no, I've never had outdoor space, so I've never had a grill. Uh, I'm not, I'm okay grilling. I would say I'm competent manning a grill, but I'm not a, a master griller. Yeah, I, I have by far the smallest apartment of anyone on the show, but that's because I get some outdoor space. And right. I have to say, I mean, I didn't know this was going to happen when we got the place, but now with uh, Corona quarantine, I'm yep. incredibly happy that I had some. Yeah, it's nice to just have a little... Uh, uh... My, next, my next grilling project is that after I smoked that pork, and you had some, it was good, right? It was good. It was good. I, I <laughs> want to do an all-day brisket with, all the, day, with, the, with snake. the snake method. I was watching a Kenji Lopez alt video about the snake I'm gonna do uh, it. method. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick a day, maybe this month, have everybody over, and I'm going to try to me- get that motherfucker. I'm going to wake up. A- I'm going to get my fucking alarm set and like start cooking that thing at like 6 in the morning and i'm going to try to do a all day Yeah, like 10 with hours with, of a brisket with with the uh with the snake technique I like, and i'll have backup if it doesn't work i'll have like burgers and stuff but that's that's the that's the next project grill wise uh i like this one uh abrahamic profits profits ranked oh wow who who are you, who are your guys of the abrahamic i don't really like any of them honestly the whole yeah. abrahamic tradition i think it was a swing and a miss <laughs> they just really i understood what they're going for like like creating a, an imaginative architecture to compel behavior, but yeah, yeah. Uh, In the modern that, era, it, it, that over time, society needs a daddy. Yeah, and the thing is, it does, but it uh, it 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 has not worked out. <laughs> 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 it's it's definitely led to. Uh, I think that, I mean, I don't know. I can't I can't really uh, com- uh, say this confidently, but uh, there's there's some deep deep. Psychosis. There's a lot of psychology. In There's the a Abrahamic ton of psychology. Time. Well, I mean, it's it's an attempt to it's an attempt to uh main it's it's an attempt to create a unified like uh moral social order out of the terror and 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 uh, uh uncertainty and uncertainty of like you know scarce tribal conflict and and in that respect it's 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 you know it it's as inevitable as any other uh outgrowth of culture but in the modern era over time the the it drags a lot it's like you know uh fast five when they robbed the, they have the safe sort it's sort of this like kind that. of the safe that's on the that's smashing around destroying everything as they're driving that, to the Rio. that's a good way to describe it because yeah. certainly at this point and we were just talking about the trump stuff the trump and faith it, it, it seems like this Weird, especially on the political culture, this weird appendage that just kind of hangs out out off the back, yeah, and just smashes the shit out of everything, yeah, someone says Buddhism is a coherent philosophy for cope, to which I say yes, because coping is what life is, yes, coping is the challenge of existence, life is cope, life is cope. what do you think- you think you can transcend that? You think you don't have to cope? Are you fucking kidding me? Then you're literally the Buddha. You got a brain. You got a. You got a brain made out of electrified cholesterol that is. That has a fucking. That has a hard deadline at which point it turns into goo, and that is also your consciousness and your understanding and the entire universe, and it's gonna go away. It's going away. Even if you were, even if you're Peter Thiel, and you think, "Oh no, I'll just, I'll just dope myself with teenage blood until I can go into the singularity." Congratulations. Teenage How long are you going to be in the computer, even if that works, before the fucking silicon breaks down? Even if it's a hundred thousand years, what happens at the end of a hundred thousand years? You have to cope. Coping is like learning that you actually have to cope and, and, and accepting it. That you can and, and breaking through the delusion that there's any way to transcend the the, the trap, the 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 inherent a uh, 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 tragic trap of existence is 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 the first step towards real maturity as a person. That's a uh, that's a good way to spend your twenties, from the endless possibility of being a teenager to the uh, constrained reality of being a uh, a, like a fucking a, a, finite, and, being, yeah, like a finite, finite being, a finite being. And it's like that's there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to accept it, i.e. cope with it. Uh, I like the person who said, I am become Cope. Yeah. Uh, best fast food nugget. Uh, I the, the two guys, that come to mind, Wendy's. Wendy's is good. I don't know. The thing about the nugget is not one of my favorite fast food items, but the McDonald's nugget has the thing of being a nugget and also being a McDonald's food, which means it has that McDonald's. The patina of uh, mcdonalds It's got that McDonald's flavor, which is unique, which you can't get anywhere else, and which is something that, if you've had it, kind of becomes a recurring craving, which is literally what they designed it to yes. be. Yes. Yeah. So I got to go with McDonald's because it, it, it satisfies that uh that like basil desire for McDonald's chemical flavor profile. Mm-hmm. The the grimace aura, as somebody in the chat exactly, said. Yes, you, you can. You, you it's not that you can just taste it; you can feel the grimace. You can feel the grimace. You you eat it and you see the grimace on the just floating, yeah. hovering over the horizon, n- nodding at you like uh, like Saint Dominic or or the Madonna during a holy vision. Yes, just have, just imagining somebody stricken with uh, stricken with malaria in a in a in a litter, having their forehead dabbed by one of their retainers <laughs> and on the horizon they, they they're seeing like ignatius Loy- loyola uh uh mary mother of god and and the grimace at the grimace uh, Con- uh constantine uh constantine, collapsing yes. to his knees at the milvian Grim- bridge as the grimace appears in the sky constantine at the milvian bridge looking up and there is the grimace yes by this sign you shall conquer yes it's a big purple smiling oaf uh what else is in here uh do you guys like arby's yes arby's is good arby's is I'm, I'm really happy that uh bill oakley has made one of his missions to rehabilitate arby's arby's is good because arby's is not only is the classic roast beef sandwich with horsey sauce just really good and something you can't really get anywhere else a, no a, no fast it's a unique place. fast food thing which at, is at, which is Unique, yeah. Like there's I mean, nothing unique. There's nothing unique at Wendy's. There's nothing unique at McDonald's. There's nothing unique. At you can Bernie get a can. burger at all those places. You get a burger. There's you got only a fr- one place a where you can get sandwich. an RB. The only place you can get a pile of, of of thin gray uh roast beef with the horsey sauce, horseradish, the most underrated condiment. Oh, horseradish! Can't rocks. find it at any other fucking Mc, uh, uh, fast food place, but they've got it out of a tap. At fucking Arby's. But in addition to that, Arby's actually has an insanely uh, uh, deeply uh, varied menu. Mm -hmm. They've got stuff that you got. Brisket. Uh, Yes. They've got, like, Italian sandwiches. They've got, like, uh, 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 they've got a ton of different stuff. You know what? they got mozzarella sticks. they got mac and cheese. You know what? Uh, Subway is. uh, I'm going to go on Dubways, by the way, because. uh, Wiger's a a real one. I would love to. I would love to finally go on there. I don't. I, it seems like I don't know what I would talk about. They've talked about everything at this point. But I have a few friends who've been on Doughboys. Maybe I'll try to get. I. I, I feel like I've DM'd with Weiger at some point. Maybe we were trying to do a, a crossover at, at something. I do have very strong opinions on fast. Food. The 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 Doughboys Chapo connection has been has been needed to happen for a while, but yeah. we just really haven't. Uh, I do. I do out. have very passionate views on uh, on fast casual and fast uh, fast food restaurants. Uh, somebody in the chat. Uh, I think this maybe this is a good convo to to be our last one. Uh, somebody said, "Chris, get Matt to talk about music," which I feel like is is oh one boy. of our traditional intersections. So, uh, uh, what, what have you been listening to? Uh, oh boy, I just watched a movie actually last yeah? night. I watched the film Arkansas. I don't know what uh, that it's is. Based on a novel, uh, uh, and it was uh, it stars Vince Vaughn, Liam Hemsworth. Love Vince Vaughn. Uh, and it's One about low-level d- drug dealers. One of the most flattering things that multiple people have said is that I look like Vince Vaughn. You do kind of look. I never thought about that, but you do. You're I tall, also you got the I got the tall. You got the tallness. Yeah, I got like the, the kind of brown, the same kind of ha- yeah, yeah, the hair. Yes, a Midwestern uh, Mick. Uh, just yeah, like him. So Uh, that's I wouldn't bring that up unless two different people from two different sources said that. So I found that very flattering. But it's a good movie. And one of the things that's best about it is the soundtrack. And it's got a lot of great modern country on it. And uh, it has uh, uh, it's got a great Gatlin Brothers song in it that I've been thinking about ever since I saw the movie. Uh, Oh, let's talk about all the gold in California. Here's a good uh, tangent. Oh, There's the squirrel buddy. Here's a good tangent to um, end on something I think about a lot as like one of the last good days uh, in the world. The day we drove from L.A. to Sacramento – Oh, God, that was so one fun. of the most it was very fun, but also one of the most psychedelic days I've ever had, because that road through California. This has been like late February when we were traveling on our I'm California glad, tour. We were talking about like whether we wanted to like take longer to follow the coast or just go up that highway straight mm-hmm. to Sacramento. And we ended up. Orville picking, Peck is good. I like uh, Peck. the I-10. Is that is it the 10? Yeah. Yeah. And we decided, fuck it. We just got to go, gotta go get, get there. And so we went through the Central Valley, which is like the the it's the breadbasket of America. It's like the industrial heartland of California. But really seeing what that means. Yes. Going through the Central Valley, and once you hit the main part of the 10 and just go up the middle of California, that is just uh, at the very edge of the horizon on either side, you see maybe the faintest glimpse. The five, t- they're saying. The five, five. The five uh, of a mountain range. But until then, is just endless, perfectly straight industrial farms for yep. six or seven hours, yep. and the road is perfectly straight. The highway is perfectly straight, uh, going up the 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 center of California, and you're just like, oh, this is where all the food comes from, yeah. and it's utterly inhumane. Yeah, it is so divorced from reality. It's like being on a food colony on Mars. Yeah, yeah. No, it it it, it is a good. If you need the reminder that the, the ease and convenience of American life is entirely predicated on massive human and animal exploitation. Yeah. And the real head head uh, the real high point was when we drove past a a five mile wide cow cow cowshwitz, uh, uh, and, and it was we had to hold our breath for the stink, and of, then the car smelled like it for, But the reason I brought that up as a music discussion because that was maybe my. Last, in addition to being one of the last notable days before uh, everything collapsed and we entered quarantine, was we spent the entire ride listening to Bakersfield country, yes, outlaw yes, country, yes, uh, just Haggard. all the classic Merle George Haggard Jones. type stuff. Yeah, from, it was um, really good. Uh, George Jones, yeah. Uh, which I was aware of, but had never given like a, a real deep listen to. And that yeah, was just Will. Like, Will was spinning on the ones and twos because he's a big fan of that. Uh, um, Amber too. Amber. Yes. Amber was big into yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, I must the the great the favorite. The, my favorite song we listened to was the, the the George Jones Merle Haggard collaboration. I must have been drunk when I said I'd quit drinking, which is just a perfect perfect country song. Perfect country title. There's another. I remember driving. I don't even know who does this, but uh uh. I remember hearing a song while I was driving to do something in college, like early in the morning, feeling bleary-eyed, weary, and hearing some country song on the ra- radio called, The More I Drink, The More I Drink. <laughs> it wasn't that trip, but it was when we were in California uh, on another drive from uh, city to city that we realized that the 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 cars are the West Coast talking heads. Yeah. Remember that? Well— and yeah, that yeah. was that was a real like a uh, uh, galaxy brain moment for all of us when we figured that one out, because we were like, it's, I was yeah. like, okay, should we listen to the cars or uh, talking heads And like ah, that's a little too jittery. That's a little bit too anxious for California. And they're cars. like, what about the cars? Like, yeah, that's Perfect. basically yeah, it's the same. It's the same era. It's it's the same like quality of like, you know, songwriting and stuff. It's, l- it's the same general genre, but it's got the California feel to it. And of course they're the cars. The cars. The you cars. gotta drive the cars. It's California. Uh, this is a little spoiler for next week's and in, and in introducing, but we're talking about Guided by Voices, and they have one album where they're like, Fuck it, let's let's try to be a mainstream rock band and get Rick Kasich to produce it. And they have like synth sounds on it and it's that same fucking synth sound like ooh. And it's just like I, I just we were just joking on the that being like, no, Rick, I, we want to have synth on the on the on the album. I think that that's great, but like, can we maybe can we change the cutoff just a little so it doesn't sound exactly like the Cars? <laughs> synth. He's like, no, absolutely not. Fuck you. It's I've got my settings. We're gonna do if that. Are, if there isn't synth, you can suck my dick. Ooh, 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 ooh. Just what I needed you just what I need. All right, I think I actually have to get out of here soon. So I think that that may be a good place to stop. This is or, so much fun. Yeah, this is so good. Well, we'll do this again. It's having fun. having having someone to talk to during this and having Folks, to feel we love cake and having I cake. love that's my is, favorite band. zone. Yeah. Uh No, but having somebody to like feel the, the 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 chat and to talk with this is fantastic. And if we could game too, this is going to be good. So stay tuned. We're gonna have yeah, more we're gonna we're gonna like try to in take the near take the level up. Yeah. Uh, But until then, good vibes. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys in a bit. Thanks for uh, dealing with the audio at the very beginning. Yes. Thank you for your patience. Bye-bye. Bye.